We all know that angst when there are things we just don't know how to talk about. You know, the things we keep secrets about, like our sexuality. We're Sean and Helena Bonito, and we welcome you to the Secret Habit Podcast. We find it so hard to find couples willing to talk about sex and how to live out God's design for sexuality. This is why we are here, to be that couple for you. Relational challenges around sex can be so awkward to talk about. That is why this podcast is all about authenticity with a heavy dose of fun. We want you to experience hope that inspires change. The kind of change that helps you laugh stronger, laugh harder, and sex better. Let's go! Hey, Sean and Helena here. Hello. Hey, before we get into our topic today, I want to say on April 19th, which is Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I am interviewing a good friend of mine, Jason Flynn, who is a grief recovery expert. We're going to be talking about grief and loss and overcoming the valley of grief and loss and really what that looks like. A lot of men, I'm talking to men because that's in the community, don't know how to do that. And it's really a journey of how to overcome that in pornography addiction and mm. the whole recovery journey. So Jason's going to be talking about that for about 40 minutes on April 19th. I'm going to be interviewing him and he's going to open up time for live Q&A. So you have to be a part of the community to get into that. So the link will be below in the description or it's secrethabit.ca slash community. Make sure you join so you can hop on that call. It's going to be awesome. And I actually had Jason as my grief coach and it was so helpful. So that's a quick plug. I'm excited for that time, free live training for the men in the Secret Habit community. So, hun, we're excited to talk about this idea of truth, which yes. truth is positive because it's truth, it's rooted in something. But then there's this flip side of what the world is telling us today is that positivity that's not rooted in truth is really what you know the secular world is doing these days. It's kind of this motivational hype up. It's not this, rooted in anything. Yeah. This sort of like comfort words that's deemed to be comfort, but they aren't really true. Yeah, exactly. So this was inspired by a session I had with a client a few weeks back. He started reading a book from a sexual uh, psychologist and it's, it's, it has good you know, quality content in it, but the whole basis of the book was replacing negative thoughts with positive thoughts. And it was from a secular perspective, and I kind of chuckled at that because yeah, what's wrong with that? Show? Yeah, like yeah, what's, <laughs> what's wrong with that? It's it's true. We need to replace negative with positive. But what is positive, right? If if positive is just grounded and rooted in whatever feels good, then it's not grounded or rooted in anything. And that's why we need to look at truth as what our positivity is. So the challenging part about that is we look at a lot of scriptures that are truth, and they make a huge impact on our life, like. You know, First Peter uh, 2.20, you know, do the right thing and you will suffer sometimes. I'm paraphrasing. Do the right thing and you might suffer, but keep doing the right thing because God will reward that. It's like, that's not that comfortable for a mm -hmm. lot of people. It's a lot easier to say, I'm awesome. I'm the best. But yeah. we see truth and in that truth, there's a positive note. And there's also a truth that is motivating us to say, wow, like doing the right thing is what honors God. Mm -hmm. And even in suffering, God is with me. 
Mm. That's actually positive, but to the world, that's foolishness. So I'm just, that's kind of where I'm going with this. Yeah. And I just get really passionate because we need to change our paradigm of what is positive. Uh, yeah. Right? Like, like you would speak into that too, hon, from a place of like motivation versus like biblical truth. Oh, totally. Um, I remember my coach was really amazing at helping me understand. She one time was like, you know, Hona, I am Canadian. I am almost 50. And I, uh, I, you know, I like imagine I would go and walk up to a mirror and I would be like, this is my thought for today. I am a mess to feel better about myself. I'm going to be and I am a Miss America. Mm-hmm. You know, just imagine that this it might sound and make her feel good about herself sort of like motivationally but really it does not have any grounding in truth because she's canadian and she's almost 50 (laughs) she's can be a miss america so it's sort of like this kind of funny thing where it's if we are basing our our um just even like thinking that in our in our brains that we want to um have thinking that is grounded in something Mm. not just in the air right like it has Mm. to make sense if it wants to have an impact on our Mm. lives because we constantly are thinking about things like all the time and the problem we have this idea yeah like what sean is saying like this positivity hype up idea of motivational Mm. speech and i think it just it's actually everywhere it's in the church as well a lot when you see like the pastor certain way speaking and just it's sort of like how can we like hype up these people and it actually had it's only just this crafted idea of language instead of uh, being really sounded in the truth into the truth of the gospel being sounded in truth of the reality of <laughs> what's happening yeah. and so i this is a similar way i think this is what yeah. we're going to encourage is um, I feel like it has helped me so much. I'm going to share quickly. It has helped me so much to actually understand this because when I'm a huge uh, believer in like renewing my mind, renewing my thoughts, I think is a, a deep work to everything that we live our lives. Um, and, and usually when I am really, like there's some really messy things going on in my life is actually... I and I'm not responding well is because I'm not regulating what's actually going on. I'm not slowing down, noticing what's happening in my head. And me, you know, trying to hype myself up with some good positive thoughts is not going to fix some of the deep rooted thinking and fears I'm having right now. And that's the biggest thing. Yeah. Like, if I actually am, I'm wanting to ground my thinking in truth that will actually help me because now that it's actually in order for me to figure out if they're grounded in truth i have to slow down yeah and yeah. i have to notice what is true mm. what is a lie mm-hmm. yeah it's really good and we, and we see like positivity is often what drives people to to even do cool things at times we see like in the business world or whatever it might be but you see, like, the emptiness that comes when, like, you know, I'll sleep when I'm dead and I'm going to grind it out. You know, mm-hmm. life is so short. All these kind of, like, motivational hype-up things. Mm-hmm. It's like, those people are not happy. Like, mm-hmm. they're not satisfied in Jesus. And I don't say that to, like, oh, I, I can't believe it. But I used to be like that when I was in network marketing. 
mm-hmm. and I was always exhausted. I was always like self-righteous and it was, and it was always this, like, I'm the best. I can do it. I'm going to mm-hmm. make it happen. I'm, I'm not tired. I'm energized. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> what is that rooted in? And, and it's so cool now. And it's, we're humans still obviously struggle with self-righteousness at times, but like lately, as an example, I've had more clients lately than I've ever had before. And I've noticed certain days as we prepare to move to the Czech Republic and have a two-year-old and have a life and all these things, it's like, I am tired and weak. And my positive thought is that, wow, Jesus, thank you so much that in my weakness, it says that your power is made even better. Your power mm-hmm. works even better when I'm weak. Mm-hmm. That's a truth, and that truth is positive. Or even more, Lord, thank you so much that when I'm going through these struggles that make me feel like I'm suffering, I get to be more like you. I get to learn more about what it's like to be with you and live mm-hmm. like you. That is just like crazy in terms of like motivational positivity. Yes. Suffering weakness yeah it doesn't make any sense to positivity but it makes total sense for truth Mm. that then changes our life in a positive way because the holy spirit works through truth Hmm. yeah i love that and i was thinking actually um just i wonder with people who are are maybe feeling this cringe maybe that they have had their mom saying this and it's like oh you know when you're like just quoting this scripture when they're when you're weak, you know Jesus is strong, um, and I just want to say yeah. that the the Bible uh, and the scriptures only can penetrate the heart with the Holy Spirit. Yeah, and so I um, the truth and the understanding of truth and that penetrating our hearts every day and our relationships wholeheartedly is only when we actually seek and we want the Holy Spirit to operate in us. When we are like, hmm. I and have a posture of yeah. like good. open hands that we need the Holy Spirit actually because, hey, I, I'm really weak and I need the Holy Spirit yeah. to help me, to fill me. Jesus, I need you. So it's not just empty words from the Bible, but it actually means something. Yeah. They mean something, not because you are making them mean something. Mm. This is the thing. Like yeah. I think we're looking That's at good. the Bible, we're reading it, and we're trying to like make it mean something to us. So that's just what came to my mind when, um, yeah, when you were saying that, honey, I was actually thinking, yeah, I wonder what people are thinking. Um, and I, I know, honey, you have some like really great life example, an actual example of this. Like, what does it look like? for somebody in a real life, yeah. in their relationship, like you're coaching people in their relationship, like when they are all hyped up and mm-hmm. like they're living their life on just this kind of mustered up on their own thinking, positive thoughts and their life and they're trying to just do everything by this and then just living in truth and grounding in truth can be positive truth, but it is actually in truth and, and there's just so much more peace in that. So. Yeah, I would love to um, hear more about that. Yeah, I think the biggest thing that I've seen with myself and guys that I've worked with is the shift from I can do things or I need to hype myself up to my identity is what matters most. Mm. And our identity is really what gets changed and renewed when we look at 
the scriptures. So had a session with a client the other day and he was talking about one way that he can combat his comparison is to remind himself he would say like I'm a I'm a man, I am masculine, I'm good at things, I'm gifted. And you know, there's nothing wrong with that. It it is rooted in God's creation, but how much cooler would it be to go into the word and look at how God has created like I am God's workmanship. Mm-hmm. He made me a man in his image. Mm-hmm. Like actually just like rooting it more in the word. Mm-hmm. Again, what he's doing, I wouldn't say there's anything wrong with that. It is rooted in the idea of scripture. Mm-hmm. But how much further can we go and say, wow, like I am God's workmanship. Mm-hmm. He made me in his image. I am a man made after the image of the perfect man named Jesus. Mm-hmm. And we can see the shift. It begins to play in our into our identity. We begin to speak into how we were created with something so beautiful in mind that isn't just like this idea of paraphrasing something that we've created, but it goes right to the word. Yes. So I think that's just a really neat example. Mm. Um, one other example that comes to my mind was a, a client of mine who, oh, I, I think I spoke about him a week or two ago as a testimony, um, but long story short, just a lot of body shame and spiritual shame and guilt. And I think there was always this level for him or this element of in his life of like trying to hype himself up, you know, at the beginning of each week to have a good week and eat better and not watch pornography or, you know, treat his wife better. And it was always really on his own self or his own ability. Mm-hmm. And it's been so cool over the last like six months watching his him shift to starting to speak into his identity, looking at the word and looking at what Christ says about him and how he made him and who he is. And it's just been this huge shift. Every time he posts in the community, he re, he, he always mentions something about how God is re, you know, reminding him of his identity, reminding him of who he is and whose he is. And like that is everything. Mm. And just seeing how he's gone from a man who struggled with same-sex attraction, used to have a story of homosexuality, and to see that he is a renewed, he has this renewed identity in Jesus. Not so much that identity of who Jesus said he is is renewed, but like his ability to see who he is in Christ has been renewed. Mm. And I'm just blown away by that. And there's no hype that could ever get in the way from what is truth. And that's why I'm saying like sometimes truth is not hype. Mm-hmm. It's just not like, man, oh man, there are some scriptures where you're like, ah, that is not super hype, but that's truth. And I need to believe mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Like Habakkuk talking about there's nothing on the vines and there's nothing going on. Nothing's good, but I will rejoice because God is good. Yes. That is not hype, but that is truth. Mm-hmm. So then it's positive because we know God is trustworthy. Mm. This is so difficult. I'm thinking about, you know, for just the idea that we feel so uncomfortable with truth and that's why we want to put we we want to put this sugar code on something, you know. We don't want to actually go back, go directly to the truth, but we just kind of want to sugarcoat it or completely divert lie. Kind of we kind of kind of create a lie into a truth. Prosperity so, gospel. <laughs> there it is. Uh, but I was also thinking, like, how does this impact? How does this impact our relationship? Because obviously if if we're just trying to make our marriage work and like sort of on our own, constantly trying to be positive, oh, like, you know, like let's just forget about everything and let's just move on and like let's positively think about our marriage yeah. and not think about anything wrong going yeah. on in our marriage. And I've seen this so many times because what we're doing, we're just 
creating this fabricated idea of yeah, marriage. That's right. And we're not going deep into the roots on and dealing with the roots that, you know, we are supposed to change and 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 actually um like confront some of the issues. Yeah. And so like that is I see I see the danger of this hyper idea of of positivity that is not grounded in anything. It's yeah. it's a, and I'm like really sharing positivity in quotes because yeah, yeah. It, positivity is in itself isn't bad. It's not a bad thing. Kind of like happiness. It's yeah, like happiness it, is good, but it's fleeting. It's well, it can be fleeting. It's joy. Joy yes. is constant. Yes. So like positivity is kind of that same sense. It's like yes. it's not a bad thing, but it's what is the ground positivity grounded in. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah, powerful. Huh? Yeah, no, I was just thinking, like, in, in our relationships, um, how many times when I actually have, you know, my thoughts about you are grounded in um, actual truth and not just my own hype up about our marriage, then it's... I always yeah. love telling Helena that her neck is like the Tower of David. <laughs> it's so rooted in truth. <laughs> that our breasts are like a couple of fawns <laughs> I think you should also start writing, writing poetry Sean <laughs> oh, I had to steal from the best his, his name is David <laughs> or Solomon I guess <laughs> anyways, anyways I digress from this humorous tangent you had a point you were going to make <laughs> No, I was actually about to ask you, what do you think about that? Like, how does that impact it, our yeah. relationship? Yeah, I think it impacts everything in terms of how we do conflict, mm -hmm. of how we go through hard things, of how we make decisions together, of how we have purpose together. Mm. Like, I, I have like one specific client comes to my mind. He grew up in a household that just, he learned to hate conflict. And there's, it's not uncommon where we will meet and on a weekly basis, there's kind of this update he'll give me of um, having some arguments with his wife and all he wants her to be is happy. Mm. And it's a statement I struggle with. I just want her to be happy <laughs> because... This is very often. I've heard this saying, like, people, like men saying this often. So yeah. I'm really excited to hear what yeah. you're going to say. So it's like, what, is, what does that even mean, right? Like mm -hmm. we, need to, we need to find that. I think there's like, when somebody says that, it doesn't obviously always mean that it's like they're in the wrong, but like unpacking that, it usually means that they don't want to have any conflict. They just want to have every, everything go well. There's no turbulence, no wrenches in the plan. It's like, welcome to planet Earth. That's not possible. So when we actually, I remember specifically with this one client, we, we talked about that and it was just really cool to unpack that mm. and learn what was below that and really see that there are like so many scriptures that can help us with conflict in our marriage. And even just looking at like how Jesus would ask lots of questions, how he was compassionate mm. to hurting people. Like Jesus got into the mix of conflict. He wasn't looking for people that were happy. He was looking for people that were hurting. Mm -hmm. So it's just a great indicator that you know, we, we're going to go through times where not everything is all, you know, as Hannah would say, unicorns and rainbows. <laughs> that's right. And that's okay. And that's where we need to look at the word. And we see tons of scriptures of people going through conflict. Like the book of Acts is just nothing but church conflict or people having conflict with the, you know, Pharisees and the Romans and being thrown in jail and singing hymns and rejoicing for suffering with Christ. And it's just really 
crazy. So something that I always want to learn more about because yeah, Helen and I are reading a book right now to become more humble. <laughs> and we're realizing that our soil of our souls is not as humble as we want it to be, as it's supposed to be in Christ. So, Yeah, it's an amazing book. Um, and we're learning a ton. So when we digest enough, we're going to share it with you guys. And um, Maybe in when we actually live out enough. <laughs> Might be a better way to put it. Yes. Um, but really just to wrap this episode up, just really talking about the positivity in the world's sake, positivity from truth, it's so important. It, it kind of goes back to things we've talked about in this podcast before about renewing our mind through you know, communication with one another, renewing what we think about one another in our sex life and communication as married couples, you know, shame language. We've talked about things like that, right? Mm -hmm. It's like when, we, when we're dealing with shame, we're believing lies about ourselves. Mm -hmm. Telling ourselves positive things over and over isn't going to work. And even telling ourselves scripture over and over also isn't going to work unless we believe it. So it's really important that we find scriptures that speak to our hearts, that offer us not just encouragement, but even a, a challenge. They, mm -hmm. they are so clear that this is the creator's heart. They're so clear that this is God's creation and his purpose that you can't deny it. It's, it's undeniable. So that's something that I'm passionate about mm -hmm. as I've wrestled with, like, what does that even look like for me in my life? And I think this last year for me has been uh, groundbreaking in those areas. But for, for many years, I've struggled with that. Mm -hmm. And that's why I really wanted to talk about it today. Yes, I think I think we can all relate to that. I can definitely relate to that. And I think just all the, yeah, just the hype up. And I think we really see that so much around us, like the hype up positive thinking and, and all those speeches are the basically resolution and your positive thinking is a resolution to all of your problems. But the problem is that, yeah, that it, they don't last. Like um, they, they don't last forever. And uh, most times they're gonna keep us, they're gonna keep us uh, hanging somewhere because if we think that we're so self-righteous, we can do everything on our own. We're gonna sooner or later realize that something's gonna hit us so hard that we're gonna realize that we can do everything on our own. Yeah. And that's usually a yeah. very sobering moment. Right. Um, yeah. So yeah, we we just want to share just from our own experience and and kind of what how important grounding our thinking uh, in truth is and for our relationship and for us loving under, loving one another and uh, loving God loving ourselves well yeah. is um, how important this is. Yeah. Yeah, it's so important. And there's been a story in, in the Gospels that's been really sitting with me lately. And I think it's important because it's Jesus telling his disciples that, hey, let's go to the other side of the lake. And when they are in the boat, that's the famous story of Jesus sleeping and the storm happening. And I think I've shared this before in a different way of how it impacts me. But recently I've been really impacted by Jesus told his disciples, let's go to the other side of the lake. And that is just a powerful statement to say, when God speaks, it really matters. Mm. It doesn't matter what happened in between them getting to the other side of the lake because Jesus said, let's get to the other side of the lake. And it's just a reminder that the word of God is so powerful and it gets us through the storms and it gets us through the turbulence and it gets us through all of those things. And if we look at that story, we actually see Jesus woke up when the disciples asked him to help him, help them. 
Mm. He was sleeping when the disciples were in control. Mm-hmm. It's just a reminder that the word of God can actually help us give God full control of our lives. And we need that in recovery. We need that in marriage. We need that as parents. It's so challenging to live in this world because of the flesh and this battle of this chaos we live in. We need Jesus. We need the gospel so desperately. So that's why I'm really passionate about this topic. Um, anything you want to share to wrap up on? I was going to remind everybody about no that. no i yeah. think that's great I yeah i think you shared everything awesome so just quick reminder i'm interviewing jason flynn a grief and recovery coach april 19th that's a wednesday probably tomorrow if you're listening to this episode and it comes out on tuesday 7 p.m eastern standard time you have to be in the men's community to be there secrethabit.ca slash community the link will be below i'm also going to link a um a a link wow what a what a concept i'm going to put a link below for a course i have that's free in the men's community that actually has a video on how to journal and i thought it would be really helpful if that's something you want to learn how to do better and dig into and, and and get some more help and understanding in so really at the end of the day, all we do with Secret Habit is help people learn from our failures. So our mantra is let our failures be your success. So again, this is something that we've had to wrestle with for a long time and feel like we've come to some better understanding of it and have helped some other people with it. And, and we're really grateful that God's word is truth because mm-hmm. Sean and Helena aren't the truth. God is. Mm-hmm. And we always want to remind you guys of that. So mm-hmm. praying blessings over all of you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Yeah. God bless and let's love. Take care. Bye.